the Ponch Stevenson Show, PonchStevenson.com, episode 172. Thursday, June 23rd, 2011. This is the Ponch Stevenson Show, PonchStevenson.com, episode 172. I am Rob, you are Greg. Yes, and uh, now how about a little ACDC? So uh, I went to a book signing uh, yesterday. Really? In New York. Really? Yeah. Who was it? It was uh, Brian Johnson, the lead singer of ACDC. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, I, li- I like ACDC. Yeah, so how'd that go? That was all right. Uh, it was at the Barnes & Noble on, like, Fifth Avenue. Um... His book is called Rockers and Rollers. It's a it's actually a very small book. It's basically each chapter is him like recounting an anecdote of different people, but it's not even about music. It's all about cars and racing. Okay. You know, so I like I'm sorry. But uh yeah, I like him. And um so uh, he's very small in real life, very short. That's like if if uh like, if Dr. Phil came out with a book about, like, you know, computers or so, it's like, what Don't is... Don't give him any ideas. The, huh? Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> oh, I'm Dr. Phil. I'm coming out with a book on cell phone technology. <laughs> hey, it's Dr. Phil here. Uh, my new book is uh, uh, Dr. Phil's Photography. Could you imagine? <laughs> Idiot. It's hey, it's Doctor Phil's guide to playing cricket. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It's Doctor <laughs> Phil's guide to illustrating for comic books. <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't come out with that already. No. Hey, so Brian Johnson. Um, how long was I there? Probably like an hour and a half. Just waiting in the line. Um, and, uh, you know, you could, you know, he was like, each person would come up and he would like, you know, goof around with them, whatever. And um, so uh, the problem was, I, like an idiot, I should have read his book first. Like I knew he was into cars. And I thought, but I didn't know he was, in, he actually like drove in like actual races like Paul Newman or um, Patrick Dempsey. Oh, He's yeah. driven in some uh, sports car races. And in fact, he drove against Paul Newman and knew Paul Newman. And if I knew that, I would have asked him that when I went up to see him. But uh, instead, when I got up to him, uh, he was like, Oh, oh man, you're a really big guy. <clears throat> What's with all these big guys today? And uh, then I, uh, he's like, who should I make it out to? And I was like, uh, Greg with one G. And then he like wrote on there and he's like, hey, look, I put there Greg and I put one G. So if anybody asks, that's why I put one G. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, and I did uh, I did record it from my cell phone. Something that you were supposed to do with Ted Danson didn't do. Come on. Next time. But uh, it's kind of hard to hear. But, uh, you know, there were pain with the taking of the pictures. Oh, really? So I had to swing a deal with somebody that was well behind me in line. And this is the stupid thing. Here he is, right? They're letting you in, and he's sitting at the table. So the point where they're letting you in is is to his right. So you're, like, kind of behind him. And they're like, you can only take pictures here. And I'm like, he, well, I'm going to take pictures of the guy's back? <laughs> I mean, come on. So I, you know, when I, because I got long arms, I was able to reach around with the camera and kind of take one you know, from the front there, but I kind of swung a deal with somebody to take my picture as I was going up to, um, you know, to get the book signed. Damn idiots. It's the last time I will go to that Barnes & Noble for a signing. That was the same one that had Michael Caine there for 20 minutes. And Ted Danson. No. Oh, wait, what's... Ted Danson was, was at a Borders. What? That was a Borders, right? A couple weeks ago? Yeah. No, it was Barnes & Noble. That was, I thought it was Borders. No, it was on Warren Street or whatever, Greenwich Street or whatever that was. Well, they, they didn't let you take a picture either. We did it, but... Well, because we are close personal friends of Ted Danson. Yeah, well, not only that, but... I mean, there was nobody there with Ted Danson. Now, he had to go to do some interview or something for CNN, but... I mean, otherwise, it would have been no reason not to. I mean, there's no one there. Um, but I, I just can't stand that. It just aggravates me. When I went to the Olivia Munn thing, and when I went to the, the, which I think was at a Borders, and when I went to the Jesse Ventura, which was at a Barnes & Noble, New Jersey, when they, while you were getting your book signed, you handed your camera to one of the employees. And they took your picture. It did not take any more time than going up and getting the darn book signed. Well, that's good. Yeah, I know, but not in this case. Now, he's also, tomorrow, in fact, he's at that one, that bookend store that's in Ridgewood or something, New Jersey. Yeah. they You know, they always have them. And I'm just going to go there from now on. If there's a person and they're in multiple places and they're there, I'm just going to go there. Because, you know, one I've asked people and people have said that they've gone there and they've let them take a picture. And it's in New Jersey, so it's a lot less of a hassle. I went to New York yesterday. I think it was about 80 degrees out. This was during the day, by the way. And I was basically exhausted and sweating by the time I got there. I don't Sounds know, pleasant. I don't know how people work in that city in the summer. I don't know how. I do. I don't know how. I mean, I I do it. Aren't you, like, dripping with sweat by the time you get to work? Uh, pretty much. <laughs> and then I turn on my little desk fan and cool uh, off. You get pneumonia. <laughs> P-pneumonia. Uh, alright, so... Ryan Johnson now I have to play the clip. 
ACDC. Two things real quick. Well, one thing real quick. The other thing, not real quick, but um, Bin Laden, anything? Oh, he's dead. I just, I heard about it. He's dead. Can't believe it. Is it a conspiracy? Well, I mean, Jesse Ventura said he was on Larry King. He said, let me tell you, Larry. All you gotta do is is give a bunch of guns, get get a bunch of my Navy SEALs over there, we'll kill him. Now, uh, when did he say that to, to Larry? It was like years ago. Yeah, I think it was like probably 2006. Yeah, and that's what happened. They sent in the Navy SEALs and he's dead. So they should have listened to him. Yeah. Well, they should have just sent in Chuck Norris with Delta Force. <laughs> um, so... The other thing is, uh, so I'm looking to buy a pair of headphones. Uh, portable. Wait, wait, have, wait, wait, wait. Portable? Why? What do you need these portable for? Just to, you know, to wear while I'm riding the train or walking to work or while I'm at work, I'm sitting at my computer. Wait a minute, you're going to walk around with a pair of headphones on? People do it. It's in New York City. Because the <clears throat> the trains are so loud and the trucks driving by outside are so loud that people get, you know, they, they walk around with full-size headphones. Yeah, but isn't that bad? Like, you know, you're crossing the street no, and a no, truck's no. coming and you don't hear the truck? <laughs> no. And then splat? No. So. And then we'll call you Pancake Man! That, yes! I'm trademarking that right now. Ah. Nuff shed. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so here are my requirements. Yeah. I want a full-size pair of headphones. Not some little earbuds. Not some little, uh, you know, Walkman headphones. I want a full-size, full set of headphones. Yeah. Number one. Number two... Uh, you know, of course, I, I've been completely driving myself insane with just nonstop research. <laughs> so I've learned a few things. Number two, I want them to be closed back. Now, I learned that there's closed back and there's open back. Open back supposedly improves the sound quality a little bit. I don't know necessarily how true that is, but but open back lets a lot of sound out. So the people I'm standing next to on the train would be able to hear what I'm listening to, which is bad. But but also, it lets a lot of sound in, which defeats the purpose. So I want a closed back, meaning no, no like, vent holes or no slits or, or anything like that. Just a solid closed back over-the-ear headphone 
Uh, number three, I want them to be circumoral. And again, I learned that there's there's two kinds of over-the-ear headphones. There's circumoral and supraoral. Supraoral is like, you know, for example, the old like Walkman-style headphones that just rest up against the outside of the ear. Circumoral actually cups the ear. So I want the kind that actually cup my ear. Number four, I want them to sound good. Number five, less than $175. <laughs> okay. And number six, and number six, you know, okay, so one through five, you know, full-size headphone, they cup my ear, they have closed backs, and they sound good, and they're under $175. No problem, I can find two dozen headphones that fit that description and sound beautiful. Alright. But, <laughs> here is my requirement number five. Uh. All of those headphones that I could find at the snap of a finger that sound beautiful and are comfortable, they all have like either a 10-foot cord or an 11-foot cord. Which is useless for walking around outside. You know, the, the cord's gonna be dangling on the sidewalk behind me. It's useless. What? Just, just. What you took me? Uh, crimp it or something and, and just put a tie wrap on it. Uh, yeah, but. Alright. So, requirement number five is I, I want a cord either six feet long or shorter. Uh. Preferably, like, somewhere in the four foot range. So I'm I, it, again for like a month, a month when I you know I get home from work, I go on Amazon, I go on J and R, I go on these these headphone forums. I'm like doing. <laughs> so there's headphone forums. There are headphone forums, several. You know, headphone.com, head-fi.org, all these websites. It, it's crazy. I'm going berserk. I'm 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 doing like what you would do, like make spreadsheets with all the data. Ah. I'm literally driving myself crazy. So it turns out, after a month of doing research, there's no such thing. Uh -huh. Now, again, I've been to Best Buy. I've been to B and H Photo. I've been to J and R Music World, Guitar Center. They have stations set up where I can go and try out. I could actually try out the headphones, see what they sound like, see how they feel. And I'm telling, you know, going on all these websites, going on Amazon, and eBay, and with all of the thousands and thousands of different kinds of headphones hmm. from all, you know, hundreds of different brands, different styles, sizes, prices, and with all the thousands of different headphones, how could this one kind of headphone I'm looking for not exist? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's like... Well, so anyway... Last night, I had a breakthrough. Yeah. And I found one. I found the one single pair of headphones... 
in existence that fits my description. Ah. And by the way, there are may- maybe two or three other headphones that do fit my description. You know, like the, the full-size, closed cups, sound pretty good, short cord, but of course... On those models, the cord is coiled. Why do they coil it? I hate that. Well, then it's not dangling now, is it? Yeah, but it's like it's like an old telephone cord. It's all uh... coiled. It gets tangled up in itself. So anyway, I had a breakthrough last night. I was doing my, my you know, hours of research. <clears throat> Sony actually makes a pair of the full-size closed cup headphones sound quality it's are they the most beautiful amazing sounding headphones in the world no they sound good though um and and it just has a plain old you know thin regular four foot cord so these are the ones i have to get okay but i can't well, I thought you My hated co- Sony, and you will never buy anything from them. I do, except for some reason, for some reason, the one thing that they're able to get right is that they do have a handful of higher-end headphones that just cannot be beaten. Mm. I don't know, like, out of all their stuff that is terrible, overpriced garbage, their headphones are very reasonably priced. And, and like I said, the higher-end ones are just, like, the best headphones I've ever heard. All right. Well, actually, I, I finally got a new digital camera, and it's uh, it's also Sony. How do you like it? It's all right. Well, but here's my question, though. It, yeah. So with all of the headphones that, let's say, a company like Sony makes, you know, and, and, and they have a lot of good ones, you know, for, like, $75, you could get the uh, the MDR V6. Mm. The, uh, the, the, the 7506, the, the V900 HD. You know, and all these headphones are like within the $100 range. They're not super crazy expensive. And they sound beautiful. Why don't they take a few of those models, take like three or four of those models... You know, like $80, $90 in that range. And offer a version, instead of a 10-foot cord, offer a version with a 4-foot cord. I don't know. Problem solved. Why don't they, you know, like, or or a company like AKG or Audio-Technica, why don't they, you know, pick three or four of their, you know, reasonably priced, good-sounding headphones and just offer a version with a shorter cord? There's this whole untapped market. Hmm. I think I'm gonna have to start inventing my own headphones uh. and corner that corner that one niche market. There you go. <laughs> Get rich quick. <laughs> yeah, you go. Get rich quick. Wait a minute. So, which model did you wind up buying? They are the Sony MDR. ZX700. And depending where you go, like Amazon or JNR or whatever, they're they're roughly a hundred dollars. 
So what else do I got? Oh. Um, you know how in episode 170 I was talking about the uh, that, that really smelly customer back when I uh, worked retail? Yeah. The the mud man we had nicknamed him. Ah, uh, okay. So I have another story. Alright. From again, when I worked at Electronics Boutique. And again, this was uh I think this was like nineteen ninety nine. And Did you party? <laughs> no, unfortunately. So again, I was in my very early twenties. And again, the store was like the size of my bedroom. It was it was a really tiny store, but it would always get packed. It was get just get so crowded. So one time I remember a few of my coworkers and I were on the floor uh just helping the customers. And this one guy was like, you know, we, we had the whole wall was like just filled with computer games. Like they came in those big boxes back then. Yeah. So the whole wall was just lined from floor to ceiling with computer games, like just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of computer games in these big boxes. So, so this one guy, you know, and then of course, like two feet away from the wall was the register. So this one guy was waiting in line and he's like, you know, to the the right of him is the counter with the register and to the left of him is the wall of computer games so he's waiting in line and he turns to one of my coworkers and says i have to throw up ah! and my coworker's like well you know go get out of here yeah go to the bathroom go to the garbage can like do something he's like no but i want to buy this game i don't want to get out of line i don't want to oh, lose my place in God. line god He's like, "What? Are you, just it's okay. Don't worry. I'll you come back. I'll ring you up or whatever. Just get out of here." And the guy's like, "No, I don't want. I, I really want to get this game." So after about ten seconds, the guy, I guess, turns his head to the left and threw up all over the wall. You know, like like a like a several feet of the wall of computer games. So. My coworker told the manager, and he's like, you know, what do we do? And the manager said, we'll just take some paper towels and wipe it off. What? And then, we'll, you know, so we could sell them. And my coworker's like, I'm not wiping off this, you know, puke. Uh, you know, this is disgusting. I'm not going to do that. So the manager was trying to get someone to wipe off the computer games so we could sell them. Oh, did he? No, no, none of us agreed to do it. Well, that, that's probably illegal. <laughs> so, so guess what he did instead? I don't even want to know. Now, remember, all these different computer games that came in the big cardboard boxes, they are currently all covered in puke. Mm. No one wanted to wipe them off. So... He took like a napkin or something and was was grabbing the computer games and and put like you know however many like couple dozen of these computer games into a like you know like a, a medium sized cardboard box, taped it up, and for some reason shipped it back to like the home office. <laughs> and so you know, which is also not only is that Ill, not only is that against probably company prop uh, policies. <laughs> 
Well, who did he use to send it back? UPS. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know about UPS, but if you if you did that, <laughs> if you shipped puke like that through the U.S. mail and they discovered it, that may be a felony. It was so gross, and then so like a couple days later. Yeah. But like the general manager come in like fired. <laughs> he got a phone call from the district manager like, "Hey, um." I got this weird call from home office a little while ago. <laughs> Did someone at your store ship a box of puke to the home office? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and he's like, why did you do that? It's like, well, no one wanted to clean it up. <laughs> so I just shifted back to home office. <laughs> what did they do? Did they fire him then? No, they promoted him. Ah, oh, this is the guy that was robbing the place, right? Oh no, that was another idiot. Oh, that was the guy who replaced him. Ah, oh. <laughs> how is it that you were, you or Dennis, were not managers in this place, and these other idiots were? Well. Could you imagine if you work at the, the the home office, like you're, you know, yeah, you got like your dress shirt on and everything, and this box comes, UPS delivers this box, and you cut it open with the knife and you open it up. Could you imagine the smell? Ah, uh, and it gets well, how all much over. puke was on each box? It probably dried out by then. I don't know. It was a lot. What did he do? Like, was it all over the floor, all over the walls? Well, the wall was covered with computer games, so it didn't get on the wall. It just got on the boxes. Didn't go on the floor? No. So what did this guy, this guy that puked, right? Yeah. What did he do? He just, like, just ran over to the wall and just threw up, like, onto the wall? Well, no, the store was so small, he didn't have to, all he had to do was turn his head. And what did you, did you throw him out? No, the the manager rang him up. What? He <laughs> He wanted the sale. They didn't call the cops. The manager wanted the sale. I, I that uh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> if somebody had done that, well, I worked at the baseball. Now we own the store, so look, Dennis. I mean, I'm telling Dennis, if you're listening, he remembers. I'm I telling you, it. go to PawnStevenson.com and leave a comment, Dennis. Was he there? Or Eric, or, or whoever. Yeah. Yeah. If somebody had done that to me at my store there while I was there, I, I probably would have not only thrown them out, I probably would have kicked their ass. <laughs> Literally. Oh, man. It's crazy. I'm telling you, this place was like, just half of the customers were just actual characters. They were just life characters. Uh, well, that's gross. I know. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. By the way, what was this email you sent me with a, a video of Sean Penn as a horribly, horribly awful-looking transvestite? <laughs> I don't what know. Was what that? was that? I don't. You, you. I don't know. You found it. It's an upcoming movie. Well, what? 
Um, he's playing a... <laughs> he's playing, like... You know that Jamie Kennedy movie, um... Kicking it old school? <laughs> Unfortunately. Where he wakes up from the coma yeah. and he still thinks it's the 1980s. So, I guess in this upcoming movie, Sean Penn is like this retarded guy, of course. Because that's uh. all he knows how to play. So he's a retarded guy who still thinks it's the 1980s. So he has like the big, you know, teased feathered hair uh. and, and, and like the, the Brett Michaels like poison makeup on and... Why does it look like a woman, though? Well, that's how the guys looked back then. Uh. I don't know. I think the... Like, if you go chronologically, like, in Sean Penn's filmography, I think the only... The only... Slash... Uh... And the most recent Sean Penn movie I've ever seen is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What? What, well, what else have you seen him in? Oh, I've seen him in a lot. Of well, you, me is one thing. I've seen movies. You you don't see anything. By the way, I have a real quick movie review. Yeah. Bridesmaids. Oh, no. Starring Kristen Wiig. Maya Rudolph and uh, etc. You mean the female hangover? The female hangover. I give it a on the Punch Stevenson scale of one to three. I give it a three. Ugh. It is worth seeing. Not by me. It was very funny, but believe seriously, I know it seems like a chick flick, but it was actually very funny and not a chick. It wasn't a chick flick at all. all right. Have you seen The Hangover, though? Yes. Right. You're going to see the second one? I guess. I mean, I, I thought The Hangover was okay. It's like, I don't know. It got a little exhausting after a while. It was it was all right, like the first time you've seen it. Um, exactly. The problem with the second one is, even though they they try, you you see there's they revealed too much in the trailers, and then there was something with uh, this guy that made the tattoo that's on Mike Tyson's face is suing them because they put it on Ed Helms' face. What? I don't know. Yeah, you know the tattoo that he put on that's on Tyson's face. Who cares? Well, this tattoo artist does. Oh, Apparently, he uh, uh, trademarked it. Stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So, uh, guess who just turned 70 years old? 
Me, Web Schlinger. Oh, he's about 97 years old. Oh, well, who turned 70? Yeah, he's me. I turned 70 years old. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Greatest songwriter ever. According ever. to who? According to me. According to who? Wait, what? Who is better than Bob Dylan? Wait, Come are on. you being serious or sarcastic? Yes, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. I thought you hate him. No, you hate him. <laughs> I am. A, I like Bob Dylan's music. Wait, you like his voice? Yeah. No. no. Yeah, I like his voice in Come his on. like in the si- stuff that he did in the '60s when he was actually like, actually like singing. <laughs> not not when he not when he's on like tour and. You know, he's he's not like he'll go to the piano. He'll start a song off like like smacking the piano, then he'll start playing guitar and then <laughs> drums and you don't know what's going on and well, he's like Tom nonsense. Green. Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah Bob Dylan should go on tour with Tom Green. So uh one hilarious. of my favorite Bob Dylan written songs is uh when I paint my masterpiece, and when uh, they paint my masterpiece. Yeah. But uh, my favorite version is the one by the band, not by him. The band. Oh, the streets of Rome are filled with rubble, ancient footprints.
Well, I left Rome and landed in Brussels on a plane ride so bumpy that I almost cried. Clergymen in uniform and young girls pulling muscles. Everyone was there to greet me when I stepped inside. 